episode 242 of the morning skate uh welcome back yeah your host cat here i am joined by my co-host brownie and spend a little bit but we have a lot to talk about a lot to dive into this is going to be the last podcast i do from nashville tennessee kind of cool uh heading back up to the great north they don't call me king of the north well they actually don't call me king of the north but if you want to start calling me that i don't hate it but brownie what's going on brother what uh what's your official last day when's you hit oh you still have my playlist ready to go dude yeah so i'm flying my neighbor down uh big fucking dude so he's gonna help me move all the shit we got a u-haul trailer we're gonna take off saturday morning uh wait this coming saturday yeah oh we gotta talk offline i have an idea yeah, well, Saturday morning we gotta do that, and then I get—I'll probably get there Saturday night or Sunday morning, and then uh, Monday at like five a.m. I gotta fly out to St. Louis for a fucking for a training for a week, and then I'll be home for good. So wow, yeah, I, it's I, have a, I have a uh, detour for you that we could talk about offline, <laughs> but I think we should try it. All right. Well, I, I'll see what I can do. My my neighbor, he's he was nice enough to come down. I know he's got work and shit. So, but if we we can wheel it, we'll wheel it. If not, we won't. But <laughs> uh, pumped to definitely get back up there. But how's everything I'm going to be? You, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you. I I did what I I needed to do here. <laughs> I got that yeah. a lot of fun the last well, few weeks. Uh, so, were you there? You were there a year, right? Sure, we'll call it a year. I was here since August. So not really. For your resume, it's a year. Yeah, I can tell people that I lived in Tennessee. That's about all I, I got out of this. And I and I got some like pretty cool new friends. Shout out to Nicole Perez. Told her I'd give her a shout out. And everybody else at the- Is uh, that the blonde girl from the videos? Uh, One of them, yeah. She's, yeah. She's, that girl's a fucking beauty. She's a, she's a Panthers fan. She, but I don't know if she knows a lot, but she'll always be like, go Cats. So eh, There you go. Listen, my daughter says go Huskies, and she knows nothing about hockey, so it works out. Perfect. It's yep. it's, it's no, they, your friends look like it looks like a fun group. All your uh, stories. Yeah. 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 Look at you. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Show off. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm wheeling now. Well, so what's been going on with you, man? Uh, nothing. Just work, work, work. My uh, my wife's in a little bit of a jam right now, but she's okay. So I'm uh, solo parenting. Uh, God bless the caretakers of the world. Good Christ. Uh, five-year-old kicking my ass. Um, it's gotta be tough. It's just the energy. Like I can't, I can't, match, I can't match that energy, man. It's yeah. Uh, it's yeah. She outlasts me for sure. Uh, no, it's all good. We had a fun weekend. Good week. Uh, taking some time off so I can, uh, be on top, be with her. Um, yeah, everything's good though. I mean, short term's a little tough, but everything's going to be fine and we're all good. Yeah. Right, Caught well, up on work where I am right now. We'll see what happens after this week. <laughs> well, I appreciate you showing up. We, we have yeah, a big podcast to get into, a lot to talk about. So, Mia Culpa's. Hi, this is Mia Culpa, and I'm here to introduce the Morning Skates Mia Culpa's with Cat and Brownie. I love the Cat and Brownie <laughs> every time. All right, uh, this is your segment, dude. All right, so, Jesus, it feels like it was a month ago we had all these mistakes. Uh, Zach Parisi did not win a Stanley Cup. He lost in the finals in 2012 to the Kings. I think I said that. You said that, but I was like, are you sure? So that's not me. Most of these are usually me. Uh, Ken Hitchcock is retired, but he coached from 1984 to 2019. I feel like he got a job in some office. Oh, this will be a mea culpa of a mea culpa. 
but he coached for Dallas, Philly, Chicago, St. Louis, and Edmonton. Actually, and when we did the live podcast, remember that Philadelphia Flyers coach I was talking about? Yeah. Roger Nielsen. Ah, uh, there you go. Somebody in the comments. Away, right? Yeah, yeah, cancer. Yep. Yeah, that's somebody, right, right. Somebody was watching on YouTube or wherever the hell they were watching. It was in the comments, so shout out to them. Nice. Shout out to them. Uh, speaking of shout outs, mm-hmm. shout out to our girl, Christina Young, the director of marketing for Live Barn. When you and I were talking about Russian oligarchs on Jeffrey Epstein's plane, she told us that a uh, an oligarch on Epstein's plane is called a pedagarch. For, pedoph- right? for pedophiles. Yes. Yeah. Pedagarch. For- it, it was clever. Yeah, I'd give her a shout out. Good for her. And we gave her a shout out. I mean, that's just yeah. that's tuning in and getting after it. She seems like I don't know. That whole, that whole company seems cool. I really hope we get to end up working with those guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're working on something, so hopefully <laughs> we'll figure something out. But uh, those are the accomplishments. We kept them short because we are buzzing. And uh, yeah, let's let's just hop into it. NHL in the news. Lots to up, buddy. Hey, can I just say that that little segment, the guy who sprays is a bender. <laughs> <laughs> That's I don't know who that is, but I've never noticed how bad his uh, – he's like this coming in. I love it. I can't wait to tell how to tune in at uh, six minutes into the podcast. Uh, <clears throat> all right, first things first. Chicago, Kyle Davidson, he fires a VP of amateur scouting, Mark Kelly, and assistant GM Ryan Stewart. Both were with the organization for 15 years. Uh they came out in New St. Patrick's Day jerseys. Can I just say one thing? Them. Yeah, go for it. I feel like Kyle Davidson, for like, if he knew he was getting this gig, and those two guys he fired like a week <laughs> into his position, it's like me saying, "Man, I take over the morning skate and fucking disco's done." You know what I mean? That's what it's like. That's what it's like. And he just he just waited, and as soon as he got the big corner suite, he was like, "Yeah, come in and bring your keys." You know. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, thanks for all that you've done, but here's a nice little severance package. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So. Uh, St. Patrick's Day jerseys, those are awesome. Plaid on the sleeve, orange letters outline the white. I mean, I, I love a good St. Patrick's Day jersey, so definitely in on the that. The Blackhawks one is one of the better ones. And, and you like, can say that about all their jerseys. <laughs> yeah, and we get, like, shit about it because of the Blackhawks jerseys, but still, who gives a fuck? Look, everything that they screw up, they get this right. Yeah, no, they did and then uh, <clears throat> Sunday, Patrick Kane, career best, six-point game against Anaheim. He went 1-5-6 and six in an 8-3 win. I just saw a video, had it been last night, him and Debrinket going at it, and Debrinket telling him to fuck off. Did you see that? That's good. Interesting. There's been a uh, – I don't think it was Marshawn. I think it was Pasternak in an interview <clears throat> saying how him and Marshawn will bicker when, when they were all uh, as one line with Bergeron. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would bicker on the bench about I was open, I wasn't open, this, that, and the other. And Bergeron apparently lets them go on and on until he gets to a point, and then he's like, enough. So I think that's good, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, you're all still, you know, rowing in the same direction. So Yeah, you're just trying to win, right? And it's yeah, just exactly. the whole competitive nature, but I thought that was interesting. Moving to Dallas, I was convinced Joe Pavelski was going to be a Ranger. No, re-signed with Dallas. Uh 5.5 mil worth another 500k in available bonuses. You he want so would his, you want Pavelski for six million? No. Right. Exactly. I would thought he was coming to the Bruins too, but then I saw 5.5. I was like, best of luck. Yeah, and I love Pavelski. He notched his 900 Same. point. 
American legend, right? It's a lot like, of money. Boy, I could do a lot with five point five million dollars. Let me tell you what. I can do a lot with five hundred thousand. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. Uh, Miro Haskinen has been diagnosed with mononucleosis and put on the IR. Is that just mono? That's got to yeah. be mono. Yeah, it is. It is, yeah. Uh, that's the makeout disease. Who do, yeah, good right. for him. Yeah. Shout, that away. Shout out to him at the high school. Good He's out him. indefinitely. It's, uh, he caught mono while attending. <laughs> I tried to slip that one and see if he'd say it. <laughs> so if you guys are tuned in, Brownie does a really good job like preparing like this note sheet as we go down. And it says, it has been reported that he caught mono while attending a boy-girl dance at Fink's parents' house. <laughs> Fink is our Dallas Stars writer. That was that was good, dude. <laughs> Shout out to my boy, Finky. Finkel, mm-hmm. the man. Uh, sticking with legends, uh, Mark Giordano and Wayne Simmons played their 1,000th NHL games on Saturday. Giordano wasn't drafted, and Simmons only played double-A until he was 16 years old. Both really good players. Uh, Giordano, incredibly underrated. I know he won a Norris, but really good career. And then Wayne Simmons, man tough as shit like some of the shit he's done through the years like i remember he went at mcdonough one time and i was like what the fuck are you doing but he's a guy you want on your team and he he'll he'll go anybody like he's not chicken shit which i I would say that they're both tough players in different ways Giordano is just a uh a warrior right battler you know every day consistent and wayne simmons will cave your face in as well as put the puck in the net Mm -hmm. i like them both as players I was thinking about today, Wayne Simmons and Jack Campbell, the only two Maple Leafs that I can tolerate. Yeah. I kind of like Mitch Marner, but. Oh, fuck Mitch Marner. uh, Sticking with legends, Nicholas Backstrom gets his 1,000th NHL point in his 1,037th NHL game. An overtime loss Edmonton. And Ovechkin has tied Yarmie Yager for third most all-time in the NHL in goals with 766. Not much more you can say about those two. Like, just I think they both really helped out each other's career, and it's kind of cool that you see them just be with one team, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really care for them either, but <laughs> but it is. Hey, it's a it's a heck of an accomplishment. I still hope he doesn't catch Gretzky. Well, well, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Uh, Gabriel Gabriel Landeskog. I just read somewhere that he had surgery on his knee. Oh, so, he, so he's out. He's out indefinitely. But he got the boot in the Colorado-Carolina game uh, the other night. Carolina won 2-0. He said he was kicked out for telling referee TJ Luxmore that he had a tough night. When asked about his early exit, Landis Scott said he must have hurt his feelings. Come on, man. Like, you're taking a guy out for having a tough night? I love Landis Scott. I I love him. He's slowly becoming one of my favorite players. He's tough as shit, too, man. He'll go anybody. Yeah. He plays the game the right way. Like, yep. I, he's been suspended, I think, once, maybe twice, but he'll drop the mitts if he needs to. So, uh, <clears throat> hopefully, you know, he gets better soon. Colorado's kind of going all in. I don't know if, if we have it later in the dock, but uh, they got Josh Manson from the Ducks, which no, I think they, today, right? That was yeah, that, that'll be a pick. Mm-hmm. That's a good pickup, dude. And Manson's tough as shit, too. So, yeah. that'll, that'll be. Of course, and all the Bruins stuff, it's like, why can't the Bruins do that? So I'm just hoping they're pulling something because they have picks to do that kind of deal. Yeah. But again, Manson may have wanted to stay in the western part of the country. You well, know. I guess Toronto was a, a team, and he was like, "I don't want to go there." Would you? Fair enough. I thought their jerseys were sticking that outdoor game though. What? I thought not the jersey, but the whole setup. I thought oh. it was like you don't think so. I thought they were yeah. just they were clean. Oh, oh well. 
speaking of getting tossed, John Cooper, he got ejected uh, in a game against Pittsburgh. First NHL coach to be ejected for abuse of an official since 2018. He lost it when the Lightning were dinged for an extra two uh, minutes. Corey Perry putting uh, Pittsburgh on the power play. Referee Wes McCauley allegedly went to the Pittsburgh bench to explain, but not to Tampovich, causing uh, Coop to lose it. Last coach to be tossed was Peter DeBoer. Uh, what's funny is Pittsburgh head coach Mike Sullivan was tossed from a game in 2017, also by McCauley. I'm not a McCauley guy. Is McCauley's the guy? We have a good goal. That's yeah, McCauley. McCauley's the guy who's who wants the, the game to be about himself. Yeah, yeah. He's like Ed Hockley was. Yeah. Remember the football guy with the big guns? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although he's a fairly decent ref, I think. I just. It's too I understand much. what you're saying, but I don't have a problem with the way he refs. I feel like he he's pretty fair and balanced. Uh, so I, I mean, this stuff is just whatever. I mean, make your money, right? Whatever. I guess I just, I don't, I don't watch hockey to watch Wes McCauley call a penalty. Fair enough. Uh, Sidney Crosby is the NHL leader in most consecutive seasons, averaging one plus point per game with 17 years and counting the list. Mario Gretzky, Marcel Dion with 15, Ray Bork and Dale Howarchuk with 13 consecutive seasons. That's impressive for a defenseman. Uh, Bork was the only defenseman on the list. Sid has 56 points in 46 games played for his career, uh, 1381 and 1085. That's insane. Yeah, it's that's fucking really good, man. When you think about that, like everybody talks about how great Crosby is and Crosby Ovechkin, and is he still one of the top players in the league and everything? You start to look at his numbers, and it's literally like a video game. It's it's insane. And he plays in every scenario in – you know, penalty kill, power play, end of the game, defense's own face off. He's in every facet of the game. He's he's a part of it. He makes everybody around him better. Yeah. There was a kid that I used to coach. Uh, shout out Evan Doherty because he's probably listening. Uh, but I used to coach him, and he was a midfielder in lacrosse. And everybody that he played with, he literally made them better. Yeah. So we nicknamed him Bacon because Bacon makes everything better. Yeah, I like that. That's not bad. Kind of a cool nickname to have. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> sticking with Pittsburgh, sort of. Yarmir Yager, he organized a hockey game in Prague for 18,000 fans. He's donating the money that generated the families in the Ukraine. The NHL saluted Yager and donated 68 grand to the pot. There's nothing Yarmir Yager can't do. If he tells you he wants to do something, you do it, and you don't ask questions about it. Has anyone in the NHL's uh, – what's the word? Has your opinion of anyone in the NHL's changed more than your – your opinion of Yager. I don't know what you're like. I used to couldn't stand Yager. Oh, I've always liked Yager. My opinion of him has gone completely wrong. <clears throat> Obviously, Hendrik Lundqvist was a big part of the Rangers, like turning shit around. But I think Yarmir Yager had just as big of an impact because they were an absolute joke before they got him. And then they got Yager and he had Yager, Nylander, Straka for years. Uh, he, he was awesome, dude. To get the puck on the half wall, fucking take two strides in goal pretty much every time. It was insane. Yeah. When he was on the Bruins, he lost that step, but he used to turn his back. Impossible to take the puck from him. Yeah. He's just a yeah. giant human being. Yeah. Um, I met so, him once. He picked up our bar tab. And I would, I, I've, I mean, I've heard stories like in practice, in practice, he wouldn't like really try that hard, and then everybody get off the ice, and then he would just he would just practice by himself to get better. He'd bag skate himself. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, the uh, best too, right? Wasn't that his thing? Yeah. yeah. The NHL they unveiled the new Stanley Cup brand identity and logo. Uh, if you want, I broke it all it, down if you want it. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with the banner behind the symbol. Uh, is a symbol of team and individual. So wait, all these, all these little blurbs is verbatim from the NHL. Okay, 
So this is how they presented it. Don't think that I'm talking about it like this. <laughs> the banner behind uh, is a symbol of team and individual excellence. The raising of a Stanley Cup championship banner represents the pinnacle of an NHL team achievement. Shout out to the Predators who just raise banners to raise banners. Uh, the font for Stanley Cup is Victoria SC Seraph and is inspired by the hand engraved letter forms to decorate the bull and collar of the cup. I'm good with that. Uh, the font for the playoffs is Windsor Sands and is inspired by the facade of the Windsor Hotel in Montreal, where the NHL was founded on November 26, 1917. The shield at the bottom serves as a unifying symbol of all 32 clubs, and the rendering of Lord Stanley's Cup naturally serves as a focal point of the identity system, a celebration of hockey's most enduring and cherished trophy. Whew, that was a lot. I mean, cool. Yeah, it's neat, you know, but... Yeah, I, 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 I just like I don't care about all this stuff. I like the fact that it's the whole cup. Yeah, I am. Um, it looks better. I could have went without knowing all that, but still, kind of cool facts. Fair. That's exactly how I approached it. To be honest with you, um, they also provided formal notice to KHL that they've suspended their memorandum of understanding between the leagues and officially severed communication. In a memo to all thirty-two NHL clubs. They instructed their teams to immediately cease all dealings indirectly or directly with the KHL and its clubs, as well as with player agents who are based in and continue to do business in Russia. This is all reported by Frank Cervelli. He went on to say that the NHL will continue to respect KHL contracts, but will have no way to verify. So if a player in the KHL misrepresents himself as a free agent, he can sign with the NHL in theory. Uh, when the memorandum of understanding was in place, the NHL team had to verify with the KHL team about a player and work with the KHL club to get the player. I feel like this is just going to be a shit show. It has the potential to be um, some high-flying player in the KHL who wants out of his deal and wants to jump on a Stanley Cup contender can orchestrate it much easier now, if he can get out of Russia. It's the McGillney thing. Yeah. Well, McGillney risks life and limb. This is getting on an airplane. True, but I also feel like they would not be too thrilled if you just left your KHL team to go to the States right now. No, I don't know. You're right about that part. But McGillney, I mean, that was a whole different deal, I Fair think. Um, this is cool. Montreal, after dropping the first three games of Marty St. Louis' tenure, Canadians have gone 7-2 and two over their last nine, climbing the standings, playing their way out of the first overall pick, which you probably hate to see as a, as a Canadians fan. But that's a bitter – that's, cool. that's a Sophie's choice, right? You know, you want to see the team win because you want to build something, some momentum for next year but you don't want to jeopardize that top pick. I mean, it's a lottery, so yeah. you still be in it. You just, your chances are going to be less. And Cole Caulfield is buzzing right now. So, and you know, the NHL is going to put their thumb on the scale to make sure Montreal gets that top pick anyways. We'll see. Um, Let's see here. Head coach Dallas Eakins grew up around the cross as his dad was a trainer for the Peterborough Lakers. And it paid off last week when Ricard Raquel got the talk in overtime Raquel jumped into the play from the offensive end of the, of the bench and walked in alone as a player he changed for. He came out the ice in the defensive end. The move jumped Raquel about 30 feet. Uh, I saw this a couple years ago with Malkin yep. where something similar happened. It was actually really funny. That was I was actually playing hockey at Siena at the time, and I showed our head coach like the clip, and he's like, okay, we're going to try to do that. And then we tried to do it one day, and he just did not understand what was supposed to be going on, and it just failed miserably. I think we got it too many men on the In lacrosse, court. you can go <laughs> in and out of the box from either right. end. Yeah. So it's a, it's a fluid area in between the benches. Um, it's it, I appreciate it as a former lacrosse player and coach. It's a, um, it's, a, it's a smart move. And like I said, it saves you like 25, 30 feet. And Raquel walked in and scored. 
Fusion Rider timed it right with the offside <laughs> on sides and everything, but he did. He opened the door, puck crossed, he stepped in, gathered it, walked. It's future New York Ranger Ricard Raquel. Yeah, of course. Um <laughs> All right, Vegas. Robin Leonard's been sent home to further evaluate a lower body injury. Preet DeBoer announced the decision on Thursday. Didn't provide details on the injury except to say it's not related to the upper body injury, which led Leonard to missing five games. I looked this up because I'm into DraftKings now. I've been doing a little betting on the side. Oh and it was like they have this one thing where you can bet if teams are going to make the playoffs or not. And Vegas was there, and I was like, oh, they're going to make the playoffs. And I looked at the standings. That is not at all a shoe in. What was, so, the, what was the odds? They're right, they're right there. They're they're favorited compared to the other ones, but I thought for, they were a shoe in, and they're not. So no. Uh, Jack, we have Eichel, to revisit once the playoffs start. We have to revisit our predictions. We're, yeah, we're gonna have to go. Yeah, we'll figure it out. That's a big man, Culpa. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jack Uggle made his return to Buffalo the other night in a three-one losing effort. They booed him pretty much every time he had the puck. There were some cheers, but mostly boos during the tribute video. After the game, Eichel. Like you could tell he was rattled. Like he was just yeah. like, what the fuck? He's probably never been uh, booed in his life. That's the loudest I've heard this place ever. It only took seven years of me leaving them to get into the game. Uh, it's the highest crowd that Buffalo has drawn this year, checking in under 13,000 on hand. So good for Buffalo to win that. I yeah. thought it was cool that Alex Tuck was the one who took the puck. Uh, credit scored too. Of course. It was, that's the sports moments, right? Like, yeah. Yep. You just draw it up like that. I wish we could. <laughs> we, I, maybe we should do it starting. The beginning of next season, we should maybe make a notation of every one of those sports moments. Yeah. And then put like a little paragraph with them. And at the end of the year, go back with them. I don't know. It would be insane. It would be insane. That would be cool. We yeah. should yeah, we should definitely try to remind ourselves to do that. Yeah. Um, Buffalo uh, wasn't the only return of Captain Jack, but a milestone for Craig Anderson. He won his 300th game of his NHL career. Makes him just the sixth U.S.-born goalie to reach that milestone. 40 years old from Park Ridge, Illinois. Said after the game at the end of the day, I'm still having fun. Again, if you do what you love, it's not work. Uh, boy, does Ken want to take a shot at the other five U.S. born? So for those of you listening along or watching, when uh, we do the notes, I'll put stuff in there. And I always – Ken hasn't copped onto it. The answers are always further in the sheet. But I love doing this to him because I have the answers. Richter. All right, hold on. i got to find where I hit it. Uh... <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. Right. Mike, 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 Mike Richter. Mike Richter, he is third. Ryan Miller. Second. So You're doing good. Um, yeah, but I just I ran out of is the Beezer there? Fifth. Wow. That way, Ked. Um two more, number buddy. One. Number one US goalie. Fuck, man. The, not the number one, the first one to get 300. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I'm not gonna know that. Um I'll give you a hint. He's an asshole. Eddie Belfour? Nope. He might be Canadian. He's and the Canadian. fourth guy to do it still playing. Still playing as an Jonathan Quick? Yep. And then he's an asshole. Oh, dude, is it Robert Ash? Nope. I don't know if this guy's really an asshole, but his name rhymes with it. Tom Barrasso. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Tommy Barrasso from the next town over for me. The Pens. He was a great Penguins goalie back in the day. So the story about Tom Barrasso in high school, because he had signed his ticket coming out of high school for the NHL, he had to pay someone to – this is a rumor. I don't know this allegedly, allegedly. He had to – he bought – like he bought, signed his ticket, bought like a Porsche, some high-end Porsche. Apparently he was so disliked by his classmates that he had to pay someone 
to uh, watch his Porsche at prom that it didn't get keyed. Now, if this is true, Tom Barrasso, I have nothing against you. I always liked the way you played, and I apologize fully if you'd like to come on the podcast and talk about it. I would <laughs> love to have you. Actually, you can come to my house. We sit in the kitchen with film us, pipe Ked in, and we'll all drink beers together. I don't hate that at all. Shout yeah. out to Tommy B. Yep. Tommy um, B. Toronto. So they lost to Buffalo in that Heritage Classic. You're not going to believe this, dude. I hit a five-team parlay the other night. It's the first, yeah, the first one of the year I tried. I don't bet a lot, but – Hit a five-team parlay, and I'm feeling good about it. So the next day, I tweet out another five-team parlay. I'm like, hey, I hit one last night going for another five-banger. Here we go. I missed every single game. <laughs> and welcome to gambling. Every – yeah, but I, I didn't even get one. I didn't even get one game. Literally, if I just did the opposite of what I did, I would have won money. That's the way it works, buddy. Crazy. Um, and this was one of them. So Toronto lost to Buffalo in the Heritage Classic. Uh, dude, I am – I almost don't even want the Rangers to like play in one of these games because I think it is so fucking cringy that these guys are showing up to the, like the games dressed as like construction workers and like the semi-pro tropic things and like. All right, so no one's gonna I do as good it. as the Bruins, right? When the Bruins rolled out in their '80s, '90s day glow fanny cooler, pack. way cooler than this, right? The the Predators, yeah, yeah. Predators, Predators Lightning was tough. Cowboy and leather. I thought the Cowboys was a good look. They were. They look like idiots. They all had on like skin tight, sh- yeah. like clam digger sh- pants. They look like idiots. Okay. And then this one was. I'll take the Flint Tropics because that's funny. Like when St. Louis did the Hawaiian shirts at the Winter Classic. That's it's funny. Out on funny it is fine. Out on it. When the Toronto Maple Leafs show up to Hamilton, Ontario, which is a tough blue collar city, and they show up in construction gear. The blue collar, hard work in Toronto Maple Leafs. That's not them. No, and they no, they missed the mark. Yeah, they, yeah, they missed the mark big time. Um, they ended up losing. Matthews scored, but then got suspended two games for a cross check on Rasmus Dahlin. Uh, Dude, if that was Brad Marchand, that would have been fifteen. Probably more. Yeah. Seriously. I mean, that was a vicious cross check to the head, dude. Like, dude I, I got one like that one time, and I missed a month of work. Um, and then Dylan Cousins laid him out. Bunting tried it, it, that, that it was hit clean. by Cousins was shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, it's clean. So, what it you can't clean. hit, you can't hit a 6'3, 230 pound forward in the NHL. See, here's anymore. the thing I, I am not a fan of the people that say, Oh, you have to fight after a clean hit because, like, no, you don't have to fight, you don't have to fight. But if no. I'm playing in a hockey game and, and one of my buddies gets fucking laid out, I'm probably at least going to go up there and give him a face wash at the very least. Well, all right, so let me ask you this. On a clean hit, if you get cl- a clean, hard hit, there's I don't feel you have to do anything. No, but, like, if the guy's hurt, I think you might have to. Well, Austin Matthews, didn't. he barely broke a stride. It's also your best player. Who's huge. Yeah. It's not It's not like it's uh, – I'm it's just not- saying, if I was on the ice and I saw that happen and I was out there with Matthews and I saw him get laid out like that, I definitely would have went over there. Oh, my buddy Stevie, who's our best player, we're in men's league, and I go over to people, and I'm like, if you don't lay off him, I'm going to start laying people out. Yeah. I, mean, I can't catch half the guys I'm playing against, but, yeah, I get it. But this was a clean hit on Matthews. And then Matt, and then the cross-check, they, that was uh, establishing net front presence. All the chops were on Matthews' hip guards. There was nothing that got him. It was a lot. It was definitely an overreaction for sure. It was cross-target to the side of the head, but um, that's your, that's, the the face, 
That's a face of America's hockey right there. That's your hey, boy. Hell of a week for Buffalo. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Hell of a week for Buffalo. Buffalo beat them twice in like <laughs> 10 days. Good week for Buffalo. Yeah. Um, oh, I got to do this one. Mark Stahl played in his 1,000. Yeah, yeah. In doing so, he joined his brothers, Eric and Jordan, to become the only trio brothers to play 1,000 games in the NHL. Jordan notched his in April 2021 after playing with Pittsburgh and Carolina. Eric got his in March 2017. Uh, Mark spent his career with the Rangers in Detroit. I was a little – because Mark Stahl is definitely older, older than Jordan Stahl. I would bet money on that. That might be a mea culpa, but I'm pretty sure. So that must have to do with Mark being out with the concussions and all that shit. Yeah. That would be like my only uh, thing. You want to know something crazy? <laughs> Thunder I, was talk- I was talking to somebody. One of the first um, – uh, Road to the Winter Classic series was Pittsburgh's, mm-hmm. one of the first ones. And uh, that was for the run-up to the snow game, yeah. Crosby. I think that might have been the first Winter Classic, right? Yeah, Crosby scored to win it. Yeah. Right. Of course he did. Um, another one of those moments in sports. Uh, but Jordan Stahl was a rookie on that team, and he lost some kind of challenge, and he had to run up to the top of three rivers and back. Right, and I'm like, he was a rookie then, and I I remember that his rookie season. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, it really is. They ended up carving out pretty good careers. So. Yeah, from the, they own a sod farm, I believe, <clears throat> Thunder Bay, Ontario. Yeah, Edmonton. Only three players in Oilers history have more 80 point seasons than Connor McDavid. Gretzky has nine, Curry has nine, and Messier has eight. Come on, they're not going to do anything without goaltending. That's all no. I'm going to say. Nope. Um, Philly re-signed 27-year-old uh, Rasmus Ristolainen. He came over from Buffalo last summer and is in year six of his $32.4 million contract. It's 5.4. The extension is five years at 25.5, 5.1. So he took a little bit of a pickup, but he's staying in Philly. It's a big ticket for him. Yeah. I mean, dude. I mean, he good for him. 32 and 25. That's $57 million. 57 Great for him. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'd rather root for millionaires than billionaires, right? Yeah. So good for him, but – at that number, I don't want him. No. Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather have Ryan Lindgren at three years, three mil. But I'm thrilled to see Philly do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, great job, guys. Yeah, exactly. uh, Ottawa, could Brady Kachuk – oh, this is, a, this is a good one. I like this one, yeah. Could Brady Kachuk be the best senator of all time at some point? He joins Alexi Yashin, Martin Havlett as the only Ottawa players to hit 20-plus goals at least three times in his first four seasons. He also passes Jason Spezza for fifth most points by an Ottawa player before age 23. In my ranking of best Ottawa Senators of all time currently, I at least have my top two. Number one is Daniel Albertson. Actually, my top three. Daniel Albertson. Yep. And then my two, my two and three are tied. Go ahead. Spezza. Yep. And Carlson. I know Carlson didn't play there that long, but that year that they beat the Rangers in the playoffs, they beat the Rangers in the playoffs because of Eric Carlson. He was that yeah. fucking good. No, agree. And I don't know what I'm happened. Not a, Carlson him. Guy. a lot of yeah. injuries and shit, but he was disgusting. You want to hear something crazy? When Chara was coming from Ottawa to Boston, I remember at the time there was a big conversation of, man, shouldn't we go have to Wade Redden instead? Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, it didn't, didn't work out for Rangers fans. Uh, also, one of my favorite senators of all time, Chris Neal. Tough as yeah, shit. Yeah. Tough as shit, dude. Like, that guy fucked. But I just like – I like Brady. I like both the Kachuk brothers. I like their game a lot. I like – they play the whole rink, and they both have sandpaper. I'd rather yeah. be 
see them being promoted more. I think so too. They're because they're it's just weird because they, people want to get away from the fighting and all that shit, but like they're as close to like the old kind of time hockey guys yep. pretty much anybody in the league they you, you nailed it like they can put pucks in the net but they're not afraid to punch you in the mouth yep so um <clears throat> new jersey oh boy uh tom fitzgerald sat down and had a talk with pk suban had the trade deadline pk was told he would not be extended and the devils are looking to move slew footing pk suban i wouldn't want him <clears throat> he lost a step he's not that good anymore dude he's gonna cause more shit than he won't depends on the money. No. I want to All right, so you say to, right now <clears throat> if you, if I said to you that the Rangers could get PK yep. for the veteran minimum for the rest of the year and then he walks. No. I have zero interest in having PK Subban on my team. You don't think he'd be good as a 7th 8th guy? Maybe. We already we already have 7 8th guys. Yeah. Which, yeah, I, look at which, as, I might be getting hard out, but like even when PK was good, PK was electric, dude. Oh, God. Like, I look at it as for the Bruins, if he's the seven or eight guy, that means it's him, Earl Vakaninen, and John Moore. John Moore, dude. So, yeah, I, I, I'd roll the dice on him for, you know, three, five hundred grand. I don't know. I'm just. It doesn't do it doesn't do it for me. Yeah. It doesn't do it for me. Um <clears throat> more on the Jersey Devils. This was cool. They arrived at a recent home game sporting the sweaters of local high school teams around the area. This Love is my area. favorite thing now. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. And some Especially of the jerseys are actually pretty badass. Minnesota, the Minnesota high school hockey tournament was going on and stuff. I think this is fantastic. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, Arizona, they've won four in a row with an aggregate score of 24 to four. Now, this is that's old info. So, but yeah, they well, did. <laughs> uh, they had beaten Toronto in overtime game winning goal was wild. Yeah. Austin Matthews palms up complaining to the ref. Jesus, man. Uh, rough week for Austin Matthews. Uh, much like Jack Hughes early season must be what they're teaching at the fucking USA development program. I like that. <laughs> um, last weekend, Nick Schmaltz set a franchise record for seven points in a game. Two and five before cashing in another four points, two and two in the next game. 11 points in two games was also a record for any member of the original Winnipeg Jets, Arizona Coyotes. That's a lot. Of, that's a good weekend. Yeah. Yep. Good for him. Um, this was sick. So Phil Kessel was having a baby. Um, he has that Iron Man, Iron Man streak thing going right now. So what they did is they had him go out, take one shift, got back. He's giving everybody nuts on the way back to the bench, and then he goes and he goes to see his first kid be born. Thought that and Arizona, listen, you may be playing in a municipal rink next week, next year, but at least they they stepped up for the PJ for you. I was talking yeah. to uh, a guy I work with. Shout out to Ryan Connor, Arizona guy, uh, and he was convincing me that this rink's a good idea for for Arizona. So. I've come around on this because, I mean, we'll get to it later, but I went to the Northeastern game on Saturday, mm -hmm. and I looked up the capacity, and for hockey, I want to say it's just a shade under 6,000. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. It's loud. It's And it's not it's not that full because, you know, women's, unfortunately, women's sport doesn't draw like men's or men's sport, mm -hmm. men's sports, but it's the, the, the access, the sight lines. It's fantastic. I prefer that rink than going because you know, the expense of the Bruins and all that, you know. But to go watch a game there is awesome. And if, yeah. but the problem is those seats are gonna be like three hundred dollars. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It depends. And and he'd said what everybody else has been saying, where they put that rink 
was one of the dumbest fucking things that they possibly could have done. People didn't want to go do that. Oh, and like, yeah. And now they're like, you want to know what? Like, it's going to be downtown. He thinks the players are going to like it a lot more. It's it's kind of by Arizona State. If I'm it's a young hockey thing. player playing, making millions of dollars in the it's NHL, the and I get the party by Arizona. What's so it's up? The same thing. It's the same thing the Patriots did when when the Crafts kind of threatened the New England re- or the city of Boston, I guess, to move to Connecticut at one point. There was talk about building a stadium in the city, in the city of Boston proper. Wasn't going to work too, too tight. It's like trying to build something in Manhattan now that big. You never. It's not. God bless you. It's never gonna. Uh, even though you muted, it's never gonna. Um, it's never gonna work. So what the Crafts did is they built foxborough out to be a destination you know they have like great restaurants they have uh toby keith used to have a bar there excuse me there's a bass pro shop so if if glendale had done something like that it may have worked but you'd have to win like three stanley cups over a 10-year period and also to have that cachet like the patriots do but that's the only way i think something like that would work my opinion so. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what ends up happening. If I'm a young NHL guy making a million dollars a year playing hockey next to Arizona State, I'm having a good life. So Yeah, yeah. You can do worse things, right? It's not so bad. Actually, my another kid that I work with, uh, Jack, shout out to him. He went out the other night during the week. I get to work. He comes in. He's like, you're a huge Rangers guy, right? I'm like, yeah. And, he's, and he shows me a picture, and it's him and Kevin Shattenkirk. And oh, after the Ducks got done playing the Predators, they all went out. I guess uh, we'll talk about shit offline. But uh, – <laughs> Pretty fucking cool. He said he was a great guy. Hung out with him like the whole night. So. That's the best when you hear that they're good guys. Like it, it would be, it would be awful. If it was a player you liked. Like if someone was like, "Yeah, I ran into Bergeron at a restaurant. He was a douche. I'd be crushed." He said that Trevor Zegers was one of the coolest people that he's ever seen. <gasps> Did you see the video of the Make a Wish kid? No. So there was a Make a Wish kid came into uh, like the the back behind the locker rooms in this tunnel of Anaheim. And uh, Getzlaff comes out and he's talking to him. And the kid's like, literally, <laughs> like the movie's like, jaw yeah. open, like stunned. So the kid comes out and the kid's got a, a Zegers jersey on. So uh, Getzlaff's talking to him. He's like, oh, they were sold out of 15, you know, saying <laughs> stuff like that. And then Zegers comes out and he's like, what's up, bro? And they, like, if a Golden Retriever puppy was made into a human being, it might be Trevor Zegers. Yeah. He just seems like he has the most fun. And yeah. he interacted with this kid. Then someone else came out who I didn't know. The video ended, but the kid like had like misty eyes, was hugging another player. Just love that stuff. Yeah. Zegers, nah, cool. is, you know, he doesn't have to, you don't have to do that stuff. And you expect it from Getzlaff. But to see a young guy like Zegers do that, that gives me a good feeling about how his career is going to go. Yeah, he just he, not, maybe not the on ice stuff, but he's got the on ice off ice stuff. He's got that right. He's just so fucking cool, dude. But, <laughs> yeah, but all that stuff matters, you know. Yeah. No, it does. Um, all right, we're dumping, dumping the puck in the corner. Oh, we already that we flew through that, dude. I mean, we had a lot to talk about. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, dump and change. So, I don't know why this was the first one, but I love it. Uh, the earliest known photo of someone giving the finger was taken in 1886 in Boston, Massachusetts. Shocking, really. I saw this. It's fantastic. It's an old baseball picture. And there's a guy. It's at, the, it's at Fenway, of course, because it's the same fucking stadium. And there's a guy standing there, and he's got like he's got it by his waist. He's just giving the finger. I was like, fantastic. Johnny Knoxville and Sammy Zayn, they're back. Yeah. 
Listen, uh, I, I think I might get WrestleMania and have my brother come over and watch. We might watch <laughs> Fuck yeah. Because I want to see this all. Uh, Wait till you keep reading. They're wrestling at WrestleMania along with making each other's phone numbers public. Zayn on Raw and Knoxville via plane over LA. Also Friday. I didn't know Knoxville was 51 years old. Holy yeah, shit, yeah. man. This is cool. Stone Cold Steve Austin's coming back after 19 years to open up a can of whoop ass on Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. That's that's more of the reason me and my brother might watch the Texas fucking through, rattlesnake. Dude. He's gonna, uh, he's gonna hammer him. There's no way he loses that. Well, he lost his last match to The Rock. It was like a passing of the torch. I didn't know that. I didn't the know last that match he lost. Like, Damn. Till I saw this, yeah. He like I guess Rock did like three of his signature moves or something. Yeah, crazy. All right, man. Uh, tennis star Annie Murray is donating all of his 2022 earnings to Ukraine UNICEF aid to help kids suffering from the Russian invasion. That's a fucking big move. Talk about putting your money in. Yeah. Good Listen, for him. Players, dude, cool. I, I believe tennis tennis is like golf. Like, you don't have to win the whole thing to make money at the tournaments. Yeah, I think they um, and all end up doing pretty so much. He's, that's a big chunk of change, I'm guessing. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, high school pitcher Sam Kozart. Uh, this was my favorite story. Committed to Mississippi State. Start off a senior season with an immaculate inning. That means nine pitches to register three strikeouts. During his windup, he waves goodbye to the batter. Have you, you seen that? No. You have to look him up. He winds up. up. I don't know if he's righty. Did I say righty or lefty? I mean, it doesn't yeah. say. So he winds up, and he as he's like he's like this, and as he leans back, he goes. And then throws it. Yeah. It's awesome. That's a Listen, flex, you want to flip bats, pitchers get to do it too. It's a flex, man. Yeah. Uh, MMA. Jake Paul's at it again. Uh, Paul tweeted, Dana White, how about a one-fight UFC deal to fight Conor McGregor? If Paul wins, White has to agree to Paul's pr- proposed UFC fighter pay and health care. If McGregor wins, Paul will donate his entire purse to UFC fighters that make below 50 k per fight and agrees to never mention UFC again. Then in a follow-up tweet, I would KO Conor in boxing or MMA. Right hand to God. Dana, let him do it. Yeah, for sure. Dana, let him do this. The Although worst, Jake Paul is worst possible scenario is if he somehow beats McGregor. <laughs> he's ma- he's massively bigger than Conor McGregor. Yeah, but he doesn't but, do MMA. But Conor McGregor would fold him up like a fucking lawn chair. I hope so. You would just have to hope Conor didn't get punched in the face. That would be it. Uh, he's taking some hits, Conor McGregor. Jake Paul's big, dude. Yeah, he, yeah. It, it, but whatever. Uh, Greg Hardy got the brakes being off of him. UFC 227 by Sergey Spivak. Yeah. The fight was stopped, but Hardy was out. Guess that's what happens when you fight men and not beat on women. Correct. Uh, he was now been cut by the UFC. I did see. I want to say his name's Derek Lewis. I might be unsure about that. But somebody fought Ronda Rousey's husband or boyfriend, what? knocked him out, and then was interviewed afterwards and said, "Where's where's my girl Ronda Rousey at? And I was like, shit. Like, you have to kill that guy. Wow. Like, like, you can't. Like, if you have kids, you can't have your kids watching that. You either have to break up with Ronda or kill that guy. Wow, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. I couldn't believe it. I was like, ooh, boy. Uh, Speaking of ooh, boy, NFL time. Jerry Jones is being sued by uh, allegedly that he paid this 25-year-old woman's mother 350K for silence and signed the woman who was – one at the time for the same and not NBA. 1996. So what, what was it? He banged 25-year-old, had a baby, and they made him both he, sign. He, he allegedly, allegedly, allegedly had a child with this woman, forced the woman 
paid her off to sign the NDA and then had her sign for her one-year-old daughter on the NDA. And that's why well, this woman so here, so is like, I, fuck off. Obviously fucked up move. But do we really think that he forced her to sign something to get 25000 How much was it? $350,000. Do you think he forced her to do that? No, probably not. Well, let's be careful. Here's my thing. If he didn't force her to do that and she just signed it, I don't... Well, let's be careful because there's a 50-50 chance he forced the sex on her. Oh, well, if that's the case, then it's fucked. Right? So yeah. we got to be careful there. One. Two, that's nothing... The, the, the mom's not suing him. It's the baby who's now 25 years old. Uh, and she's like, fuck okay. off. I don't, I can't be held to an NDA that was signed for me when I was one years old. True. So get her fucking paid too. Fuck him. Yeah. He has enough money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, quarterback news Aaron Rodgers resigns to Green Bay. Washington Commanders trade for Carson Wentz. Denver Why? got Russell Wilson. Is, so Washington Commanders and the Philadelphia Flyers are on the same trajectories. He, uh, the Flyers or the Eagles? No, I'm in the Flyers because it's okay. a dumb move. Just like yeah. you know, like, right to the ground. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't get that one. Denver got Russell Wilson. Seattle gets Drew Locke. Uh, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris, uh, two firsts, a fifth. Tom Brady's back. Mitch Trubisky went to the Steelers, and the New York Giants are doing nothing. Um, Tom Brady unretiring is the least shocking thing of all time, I think. You think this is a – so there's a lot of rumors around here that he's orchestrating his way to the 49ers or the Dolphins. He's going to go back to Tampa and he's going to win. No, no, he's going back to Tampa, but they're talking the following year because at one point there was a deal on the table for him in Miami with a percentage of ownership. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I would take it. Yeah. And then Calvin Ridley suspended indefinitely at least for the next season for gambling on the NFL while he was away on mental health break. Ridley came out with a statement saying that he doesn't have a problem. He only bet $1,500. Also came out that Ridley was betting on his team, the Atlanta Falcons. And then there's a lot of clips of him catching a ball and like running backwards. And it's like, yeah, huh? Yeah. And the NFL has been super careful about, well, like all the leagues about sports gambling, especially with a team in Vegas. He's going to get made the example out of, which is unfortunate because everyone says how – I mean, he's a good player. Everyone says how good a guy he is. It just sucks. Like, you know, dummy. Like, so you, dumb. Pat, you can't have a buddy go place a bet for you? So dumb. If you're a pro athlete and you don't have a fall guy, then you need – that should be at the symposium for rookies. Every one of you needs a fall guy. One of your buddies from home who will keep his mouth shut, take the hit from you, and you just pay him. Yeah. If they need one, I'm right here. Yeah, same. I'll do um, it. As long as it's not jail time. Yeah, I don't do jail time. No. Rangers talk. They bounce back and they beat the Stars the other night 7-4. to four. I didn't get to watch that. I was kind of in one. I went to two Predators games last week, um, which was pretty cool. But Rangers-wise, I mean, Igor Sturkin, top 10 single save percentage of all time. He's second right now, 914. Or 941. He's unreal. There's a lot to look forward to at the deadline. Names like Ricard Raquel have been thrown around. Um, Hampus Lindholm. It's, it's the same names. Who knows what's going to happen. But I'm thinking next week with our podcast, there's going to be a whole lot of shit to talk about. So mm-hmm. fingers crossed on that. Um, yeah. Fingers and, crossed. It's our teams that we're talking about. Yeah. Capo's still out. Rooney's still out. Um, 
Nemeth has been playing great hockey ever since he had a baby. So that's that's been good shit. Uh I don't really have too much to talk about, man. They dropped a couple real, real shitty stinkers. So I feel like last game was must win. Dryden Hunt said it wasn't must win, but it felt like it was. Panarin had a five point night casual. Um, yeah. We'll we'll see what ends up happening. I know they play tomorrow night, but uh Yeah, they play the Ducks actually, so I wonder if you'll see a trade where Raquel just goes to the other locker room. I love those when they happen. It could happen. So that's uh, that's what Trust I have. Me, I was pulling for that one when the Arizona Coyotes were here. I was like, uh, you want to just debrus? want me to move his back? <laughs> what do we have to do here? I like the Raquel option because if you bring in Ricard Raquel, you don't know how much longer Capo's out for us. So you can put him on that second line, and then when Capo comes back, then you have a third line of uh, – Barkley Goudreau, Ricard Raquel, if you pick up somebody else, or you can put Dryden Hunt there. I gotta be honest with you, you hear Goudreau and, and uh Raquel, that's a that's a good pair for a line right there. I think so. They're both defensively responsible. Raquel can put the puck in the back score. of that. I so, they, both, they both will go in the corners. Yeah. It um it's definitely Raquel's one of those names that's been linked to the Bruins for like seven years. Yeah, there's always that guy. Yeah. It'll but, never happen. But. That's uh yeah, I don't they, the Rangers, honestly, they've kind of shit the bed the last couple weeks, but they just did get that win against Dallas, so that was nice. But, oh, my God, Georgiev's awful. I don't know if you saw any of the fucking goals. I saw someone. Up. He fell over. He fucking fell over in net the other night. Oh, did you see the goal that was scored on the Detroit goalie? Oh, that was on uh, Nadelchkovich. Yeah. yeah. It. Um, it, I don't know, man. It's it's all sorts of fucked, but uh, – yeah, that's what I got on the Rangers. What do you got on the bees? <laughs> this is like the worst Bruins and Rangers wrap-up because I am at the same boat. I yeah. haven't been able, with work and everything that's going on, I haven't been able to see a whole lot of – I put this way, I've watched more Northeastern hockey than I have the Bruins lately, uh, which is not a bad thing. It's great hockey. But the Bruins, uh, the Bruins apparently don't play the whole 60 minutes for a few games there. They're letting goals up in the last minute. They were also scoring goals in the last minute. <laughs> which they did on uh, Chicago after dropping one to L.A. And Jack Edwards fucking jinxed him in that L.A. game. He's like, the Bruins have been playing to the final buzzer in many games lately. We'll see if they can keep it together. Literally face-off goal, and it was like silence. You know Brick was just staring daggers (laughs) at him in the box. Like, shut up, Jack. Exactly. Um I will say this. This was, and Hal will probably disagree with me because he doesn't like smaller defensemen, right? Is uh, with Grizz out, they slotted uh, Jack Ahan, uh, Ashan in for Grizz uh, during warmups, and he had a Tory Krug esque goal on the power play. Okay. He, it was a give and go out of the corner. He, they lost the puck. He swung back around, lifted the defender's stick. Pulled it across the slot and went skate left, shoot right. Great goal. I was like, holy shit. Pull that out of your bag of tricks more often. Tori Krug looked good on the Blues the other night when I got to watch the Blues play the Preds. It was a pretty fun game to watch. And now that I'm thinking about it, I went to two games. I mentioned that earlier. I was so fucked up at the first game. I have no idea who they played. <laughs> like, I'm truly, like, thinking about it right now. And I, I swear to God, I can't remember. Maybe it was the Ducks. They might have played the Ducks or it might have been the – no, it was the stars. Tyler's saying sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Taylor Hall and David Pasternak did not play in the overtime versus the Kings. No one asked Cassidy after the game about it. It was just kind of glossed over. I was like, hello? No? <laughs> They're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> MVP, I was like, yeah, yeah. Goals, three on three. Uh, so the Bees beat Arizona the other night. 
this is the thing I wanted to talk about because I'm going to get up on my soapbox here. So Charlie Coyle line, which is Coyle, Trent Frederick, and uh, Craig Smith, who have been lights out. In that game, they combined for six points and a plus seven while averaging only 13.20 in ice time. The Bergeron line combined for 0-0-0 in a minus two in 18 minutes of ice time. Wonder who's on the opposite wing. Listen, we need to get Jake DeBrusque off the fucking Boston Bruins. He's playing with Marshawn and Bergeron, and he's still – he's doing nothing. They Marshawn is frustrated as fuck because he hasn't scored in five games because DeBrusque is on his other line, on his other wing, I mean. It can happen, and I've been talking to people. It's it's a, They're in this weird little spot, right? So they drafted DeBrusque. It, the, the bad, it was a bad pick, right? It is what it is. So now – my, this is all my opinion and what I've like Charlie Day in that one, you know, putting all the pieces together. Yeah. So, in my opinion, this is what's happening. The Bruins did a boner of a pick with the Brusque. They know it. They're stuck with them. Upper management, be it nearly or above, whatever, is leaning on uh, Cassie to keep him in the lineup because they're trying to move him and just and partially to justify the pick. That's why he's out there on the PK. That's why he's on the second power play unit because he doesn't deserve it by his play. They are keeping him in the lineup trying to trade him, but at the same time, he's not doing anything to elevate his trade status. Fair. So you can't health bomb him because then you're never going to fucking trade him. Right. At this point, just cut your losses. Trade him for picks. I don't fucking care at this point. And can we please, please give Curtis Lazar the fucking shot on the wing? If you're going to have Jake DeBrusque up there, put Curtis Lazar. At least Lazar's going to skate hard. Yeah. Both Marshawn and Bergeron in the last week to 10 days have had comments about DeBrusque saying stuff like, and you can read between the lines, they're like, well, Jake knows he's got to bring the effort every game. And what's most important is the effort he brings. So the whole fucking team gets it that you are a fucking glider out there. Skate, man. Again, here's a great guy and, you know, <laughs> I don't wish the guy will ill will. I just don't want him on the Bruins. Your relationship with Jake DeBrus this year has been a roller coaster, and it's been—I'm so glad that I've been able to sit on it with you. To be honest, with you. it's been—it's been—it's been all over. I want place. him to do well, just for somebody else. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it sp- training camp? You're like, hey, he looks good. <laughs> uh, that must have been Hal. That wasn't me. That wasn't oh me. man! All right. Yeah, so, I mean, anyways, so, so again, the hottest the hottest team in town, hockey wise, is the Northeastern women's team and the Huskies. I went to the game Saturday. We had the revenge game against Wisconsin. Uh, we have an interview that we're going to drop with. I got to interview the goalie and the coach. Uh, great, they're play, They're going out to the Frozen Four in Pennsylvania. They play Minnesota Duluth on Friday afternoon. If they win that, they're in the national championship for the second year in a row. I'm telling you, if you are want to go to a hockey game in Boston, ten bucks, it's the best entertainment value that you can get, and it's great team hockey. They play such a team game; it's yeah. so different than the NHL. Yeah. But my daughter loves it. She asked me if she can watch the game with me on Friday. I love that man. Grow the game. That's the best. Grow the game, yeah. baby. Um, so that's what we got for our Rangers and our Bruins. Yeah. Beerly ground up. I'm not playing, so. I mean, we we coed softball is coming up. It's going to be a coed softball roundup at some point. But live barn, live barn, live barn, live barn, live barn. <laughs> well, no free ads, but. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, beer league for me, we I didn't play last week uh, with everything going on, and I'm not playing this week with everything going on. So there you go. That's our beer league on. That was a short right. beer league. Dominic Moore's Heroes and Zeros. Hey fans, this is Dominic Moore. I'm just going to take you guys through a little bit of the behind the scenes stuff here. All right, Heroes and Zeros time. I had a question for you. I'm probably going to get chirped for it. Are you a oh. bath guy? A what? A bath. Like, take a bath. Like, when's the last time you've taken a bath? That was five years. Years? Year? Oh, no shit. Okay. All right. Not so, a bad guy. I'm, I'm a bath guy when I'm sick. You're sitting in your own filth. When I'm sick, I'm a bath guy. And when, oh, like, I'm that, sore, when I'm, like, sore from, like, working out, I'm a bath guy. Wait, wait, can my... I ask you this? What? When was the last time you've been sore from working out? And it's been a bit. What? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, so I must I must fucking talk about it. Girl I work with, shout out to Emily. I'm leaving. She gets me like a going away present today. She gets That's me all? fucking bath bombs, dude. You know why? <laughs> you know why? Because you've been in one the last week, so she thinks you're gonna fucking smoke them. It's been a lot, dude. I, the last two weeks of my life have been. It's. I can't wait to go home and not drink anymore, man. Like it, you know, it's funny is I can tell because. For those at home that don't aren't aware, Ked is spot on with the text normally, and he's he's like ba bing ba bing ba bing. There's been times over the last week that I'm like, hello. hello? Yeah, it's been it's been <laughs> fucked, dude. It's and I know what you're doing. I even sent one to you. I was like, can you please call me before you're in a total blackout? <laughs> so it's it's been a lot of fun. I've made some memories. Um, yeah, and some a lot of a lot of cool people. Some bullshit, but like I would say, ninety nine percent of it, good stuff. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm I'm fucking so over. It. But shout out to Emily for the uh, for nice the going away gift. I thought that's cool. And I have another hero. I'm gonna keep it super positive this week. My neighbor, dude, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. I'm flying this guy down. We're getting a U-Haul trailer. He's gonna help me fuck put everything in the trailer, and then we're gonna drive back. Have you started um, packing anything? No. Okay. How long do you think that'll take? I don't know. You have pictures hung up, so. I don't think. I think if I start packing Wednesday night, Thursday night, and then I took Friday off, I got to pick them up at the airport. But if I do Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday morning, I think I should be good. I envision him carrying stuff while you're frantically throwing clothes in the garbage bags. That's probably exactly what's going to happen. But I would like to close me in the garbage bags before he gets here because I don't want him to, like, you know what I mean? I want to be somewhat prepared, I guess. I do have boxes that I got. Are um, you going to take him out for a Nashville night hot? Yeah. So he, he he was, like, talking to my mom. My mom called me, and she's like, hey, so, like, he's a little rattled. I'm like, why? And he's like, because, like, he's like, does Jimmy know I'm not on vacation? Like, I'm just going down there to help him. I think that he thinks that I'm going to get him fucked up. So, well. He can say no. Yeah, I think what's going to happen, we'll go out to dinner, and then we'll go to Kid Rock's bar. We'll have a few beers at Kid Rock's bar. And then Show him around a little bit. Because he's never, he's never been here, right? Yeah. So I would, I would like never come, come back. back. Yeah, so I would like to give him a little bit of an experience. That is also one other thing. Like, I've been, like, very – I moved here with uh, an intention completely different of what's actually ended up happening in my life. So I've, like, kind of resented this place. But over the last, like, few weeks, you realize that you make these really cool connections – 
like it, I never thought I'd come back, but like now I think there's points where like at the end of the summer, maybe I'll come down for a week because I'm working remote. I can still work in the office. I have places. Dude, like we'll go down. We'll, we'll do like a morning skate get together down there for a yeah. Pred like it, it's it's definitely fun, man. But yeah. uh, I've never been. I've always wanted to go. I can't fucking wait to go home though. So yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those, those are my two heroes. Shout out to those guys. Cool people. Memories. Tying up some loose ends. So that's what I got. Yeah. What, what do you got for heroes? And I also have nothing but heroes this week. Love that. So this might be something if we if we want to add segments at some point. NHL good guy of the week would be a good one. Okay. I like that. So Ian Cole, right? Oh, uh, this is cool. Yep. Yep. So uh there was a five-year-old Canes fan named Lorelai Moose, which, great name. She uh, lost some of her front teeth, and uh, she's an autistic child, and she was freaking out because she – it's really tough with autistic kids, any type of change. Yep. It's got to be very regimented, you know, the same stuff every day. Uh, to calm her down, her mom showed her a picture of Cole without his front teeth when he was skating warm-ups and looking sweet in those uh, – uh, Whalers jerseys too. Right. It was a great pick. Um, the the little girl calmed down and now loves showing off the gap. The mom tagged Cole in a post and he responded saying, "I love the look. Obviously, all the cool kids are doing it. She looks tough as nails. Why don't I take care of the jersey and we'll get her all hooked hooked up? Thanks so much for reaching out and sharing her story." So that's Cole thanking the mom, right? Yeah, Cole sent the girl a jersey and an autographed puck, and the team is setting up the family for an upcoming game where they will get to meet Cole. I mean, that's the kind of stuff that separates hockey from. I know, and listen, I don't want to. I'm not bashing other sports. Everybody does stuff for for people that are less fortunate than than right. them in all the sports. And there's millions of guys and girls that do stuff behind the scenes, and they never get the recognition. There's just a lot of it in hockey. Yeah, man. And there, I think that really makes is. a difference. And I feel like that's why people are so passionate about it because they feel that connection with the players. It's, it it kind of reminds you of Travis Hamannick has that one thing where his I think his father passed away. So after like games, he takes kids whose like parents have passed away or whatever and like I brings them in the locker room and like just a little shit like that, yep. dude. Goes a long way. So shout out Ian Cole. Yep. Tough, tough motherfucker, too. I like the way he Yeah, I like that. Ian Cole a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh so uh, inspired by Cole, the two heroes this week, Wyoming Game and Fish have reported that the Wolverines are making a comeback in Yellowstone Park. So this is the fucking notice for all other animals in the park. The apex predator is back, baby. Yeah. The the Wolverine is they're awesome. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Wolverines. Um, <laughs> they've been sighted more than they have in the last 15 years. Have you ever seen these videos where people trap Wolverines to tag them? No. I'll find it and send it to you because my daughter's like obsessed with them. We watch it all the time. They 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 look like little bears. Really? They're unbelievable. They and they will back, they're like honey badger. They're the American version of a honey badger. Is they a honey badger not American? No, they're in like Africa. Okay. Yeah. So Damn. you can talk to my five-year-old, she'll fill you in. Okay. Um the uh the uh wolverines will back off grizzly bears over a kill. That's wild. Yeah, built today, back off packs of wolves. They are no fucking joke. Pound for pound, they're probably the toughest animal in North America. Wouldn't have known it. Yeah. No, I stand by that. Yeah. I stand by that. Yeah, I stand by that. I, I feel comfortable with that statement. <laughs> so those are our heroes and zeros. We're going to wrap shit up. Three stars of the week. 
Play it. All right, Jim and Mike, thanks very kindly. A nice weekend for you. As always, our three-star selectors are stars of the hockey scene wherever we go on Rogers Hometown Hockey. This is going to get me in trouble, but that video, look how wide the stance is. Please tell me that's not how. It's not how. It's not <laughs> all right, how. Good. Um, all right, take it away. What's three stars? So we were talking because uh, the biggest story this week was the Austin Matthews thing, and we were talking – or texting earlier. And I said, well, that's the biggest story. And I think I said in the, in the group chat that he's soft as puppy shit. So I would, we said, who are film characters that you'd want to a punch in the face, AKA Matthews yeah. or B someone you would expect and admire and admire AKA first run. So there you go. <laughs> so those are our top three stars. Who's your Matthews? Who's your Bergeron? Oh you can say God. you can if you want. You can say your Callahan. How's that? Okay. All right. All right. You go first. So I'm gonna have to do my honorable mentions, right? So I can't list someone that I'd want to punch in the face as a woman. I feel like that's in bad form. Yeah, it's not good. So. There were two female people that made my list. Have you ever seen uh, Gone Girl? No, but I've heard of it. So the character's name is Amy Dunn. She's the main girl, played by Rosamund Pike, who does a great job. And she's awful in that movie. And actually, Rosamund Pike plays another awful person in another movie, but she's a great actress. On the other one, you ever seen Casino? Nope. God damn you. I'm sorry, man. talk with you. I'm sorry, man. So Casino... Uh, Sharon Stone's character is named Ginger McKenna. When I saw this back in the theater, you said Sharon I... Stone. Yeah, Rocket. Oh, dude, Rosamund Pike's no fucking slouch. Rocket. So, in Casino, there's this. She's awful, and at one point, she gets punched and she falls down the stairs. <laughs> and it's a fictional character, so it's okay. But when I saw this in the theater when it came out, the fucking crowd clapped. So that just shows you how awful this character is. So those are those are the women that I wouldn't. That, but and then my honorable mentions. <laughs> I, I'm not going to say a fucking woman. My honorable mentions. You seen Ghostbusters? Yes. Walter Peck. That's my honorable mention. Okay. He's the guy from EPA. Yeah. And fucking Ace Ventura. Fuck Ace Ventura. You'd want to punch yeah. him in the face in real life. Yeah, he's annoying. Yeah, he'd be annoying. All right. So those are my honorable mentions. My number three. My number three star. Dazed and Confused. Have you seen Dazed and Confused? Yeah, it's a great movie. Okay. Fred O'Banion, Ben Affleck's character. Oh, yeah. Just a bully piece of shit. You'd want to punch it. If I was in high school with that kid, I would have fought him every year multiple times. That's a good one. So there you go. That's, That's a really, really time. fucking good one. Um, my third star, I know we're not punching women, but I'm going to pick two. Um, <laughs> I just went through this whole thing saying we're I'm not going to put women. And I don't know their names. I just know what shows they're from. Hit me. I might know. The Breaking Bad dude's wife. Oh, it's awful. Yeah. And the Ozark wife. Oh, Laura Linney's character. Oh, I didn't think of TV. Yeah. Oh, right off the top of my head, Ross and fucking Chandler from Friends. (laughs) That's my number three star. They are, especially the Breaking Bad lady. Yeah, she was awful. Insufferable. Yeah. Awful. So I will say the woman, the the wife on Breaking Bad, at least she's a fucking evil bitch. And you mean Ozarks? Huh? 
You mean Ozarks or Breaking Bad? What did I say? Breaking Bad. I meant Ozarks. Yeah, yeah. The, the wife on Ozark, Ozarks is like a little like cunning and like clever, but she's yeah. still a bitch, dude. I can't get past this friends thing now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> like, if I met those six people in real life, I've been friends with Joey. The other two are losers. They're awful. I don't think they're that bad. They're awful. Tweets their own. Yeah, all right. Number all right, two. my number two star from The Departed. <laughs> okay. Matt Damon's character. Oh, what a bitch, Fuck dude. Him. That's a Fuck good call. Guy. Yeah. Fuck that guy. There's like, and, and listen, this is kudos yeah. to Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. You just wow. hate <laughs> I just realized I picked both Boston guys. Yeah. <laughs> kudos to them on the acting job that they did that I couldn't stand their characters. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right. You're not wrong. So. You're not wrong. There you go. That's my number two. My number two star, two actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go Game of Thrones. There's three characters from Game of Thrones that I cannot stand. I'm putting them all in one. Theon Greyjoy, who threw the Starks under the bus. Fuck him. Ramsey Bolton, who's probably the the best television villain of all time. Just a sadistic fuck. Is that Peter Dinklage? The, the no, 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 no. He's awesome. Peter Dinklage is awesome. And then uh what the fuck is his name, dude? Prince Joffrey, dude. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. So he that guy's my number two. I I would I would put my fist through his face. They did such a good job with him, like to the point where if I see him in public, I'd want to fight him. <laughs> that means he's a good actor, though. That's or what I'm saying. He's really that person. Yes. It's funny. I listen to a political podcast that you would not like, and they have a segment. <laughs> they have a segment every week called "Fuck That Guy." When you were saying it, made me think of it. Yeah. All right, so my number one star, you may not agree with this. My number one star is the character's name is Trent. He's from Swingers and he's played by Vince Vaughn. I don't know if I've, I don't know if I. God, this is our age difference. I got to give you a list of fucking movies. <laughs> Vince Vaughn in Swingers. I know who Vince Vaughn is. No, no, Vince Vaughn. I Fine, Vince Vaughn. Do be you. I have no problem with Vince Vaughn. The character in Swingers, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. The character he played in Swingers, honestly, I think I might have hit him with a bottle and stabbed him in the neck in real life. I fucking couldn't stand him. Could not stand him. He reminded me of a lot of people I went to high school with. That's how my dad just feels about Jack Nicholson like in general. Like He hated Jack oh, Nicholson. Really? He hated Jack. I don't know why. Just did. Interesting. Interesting. That's a good one. I've never heard anybody say that about Jack Nicholson. I hate, like, hated him. You think, he, you think Jack Nicholson snookered him on like a girl or something i don't or, know okay. like bad interesting that's yeah All right. my, my number one softest shit i wouldn't even punch him i would just slap him oh, or like, or like oh. dude when i used to bartend and there was like an issue and i went over the bar open hand slap would get things going so disrespectful yep and no marks so you didn't throw the first punch you see yellow have you seen yellowstone yeah oh the brother the brother oh. Yeah, what good. a soft piece of shit that fucking guy is, man. That's a great one. Yep, that oh. would be my number one, dude. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Have you ever seen fuck the Postman? Man. Speaking of Yellowstone and Kevin Costner, uh, I don't think so. Oh, fuck off. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Ugh, drive me crazy not seeing movies. <laughs> so th those right. are the pieces of shit. I I'll start. I'll start the good guys. So this is now the the Bergeron side of it. Sure. Callahan. Uh, All right, there you go. 
third star, Jon Snow. Game of Thrones. He's a man of honor. He's a bastard. He he pretty much saves the entire world from fucking White Walkers and then goes goes and does his night watch. Uh, I, I, there's not much more I can say. Guy's perfect. Fair enough. My honorable mentions, because I got my honorable mentions. Uh, Jack Walsh from A Midnight Run, played by Robert De Niro. Okay, I love De Niro. Have you not seen Midnight Run? Nope, I sure have. Midnight Run's one of my top, it might be my favorite movie of all time. Uh, dude, I need to start watching some fucking yeah. good movies. Uh, he's one. Patrick Swayze's character, Bodie, from the original Point Break. Yeah, I know that one. I know that one. Bodie's a good one. And I found this out. Bodie, ready for this? This is the stuff that the honorable mentions bring to the podcast. Okay. Bodie is short for, I wrote it down. Bodhisattva, which I might be saying wrong, mm-hmm. which is which refers to someone who has achieved enlightenment in Buddhism. Hmm. So there you go. And then my last honorable mention is John motherfucking Wick. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. He's cool. Because that whole thing kicked off because they killed his fucking dog. Yep. So there you go. I can get behind that. Yeah. All right. My number three star, Indiana Jones. <laughs> What? No, I mean it's it's a good pick. It's fucking guy's legend. He gets girls every time. He's always fighting for right, and he beats the bag out of Nazis in every fucking movie. And they're making one more. Indiana fucking Jones, dude. Sick video game back in the day. Never could get past the the Tibet level, but I remember it was a cool video game back on Sega Genesis, way back in the day. Nice. Um, my number two star, Yellowstone. Love my boy Rip, dude. I think Rip yeah, is as loyal as as it gets. He beats the fucking wheels out of anybody, dude. Takes a dive if needed. He, yeah. He's 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 the he fucking the brand. He does. He is the brand. Yeah. Uh, oh, I like that tagline. You like that. So yeah. Rip, Rip would be my number two. All right. I didn't think you even think TV. I went all movies. I only thought TV. I don't really watch movies anymore, man. Well, that's fine. That's fine, buddy. Speaking of which, have you seen a show called Euphoria? No. Have you heard of it? Yeah. So I started watching this thing. Oh, my God. And the like the directing and producing and just the way this thing is shot, is it's unreal. Like, it's really, really good. It's it's definitely like, I don't know. I'm going to sleep tonight. I have a daughter. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. No, I, I get that. But if you ever get a chance, check it out. I will say this, though. After every single episode, I am fucking exhausted. Like that, it's Emotion, what it does. To like emotionally. Dude, it is just like holy shit. So, if you guys haven't seen it, check it out. All right. Uh, my number two star, Inigo Montoya. Okay. You don't know that? Who's that? Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. What? I, it sounds familiar. You killed my Princess father. Bride, man. Oh, I haven't seen Princess Bride. Oh, for fuck's sake, dude. <laughs> All right, so that's Mandy Patinkin's character in The Princess Bride. He is looking for a man who has six fingers and killed his father. He's a uh, swordsman. So every time he says that, his quest, this guy's whole mission in his life, is to find the guy that killed his father. Okay. And that's what he says. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Okay. And then he just fucking gives it to him. Okay. I don't want to no spoilers, you know. Fair enough. My number one star. The list of movies that you have not seen is staggering to me. Sorry. 
Uh, Coach Eric Taylor from Friday Night Lights. I don't think that there's a human being that's been created that is more perfect than that man. The way What's he coaches he football. Full hearts, bright eyes or something. Full eyes, clear hearts, can't lose. There it is. Um, just, I mean, just a guy's guy, but also he has a fucking hot wife, dude. At the end of the thing, he go he moves to the Northeast to coach football so she can live out her dream. Guy's the man. Guy's the man. So. Have you seen Mayor of Kingstown? No. He's in it, that same actor. Steven Chandler? I think that's his name. Or Ron Chandler? Something. Ch- I'm going to look it up. Kyle. Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. Yes. There it is. Yeah, he's a good. Yeah, he's a good actor. I like him. Uh, my number one. You, I. <laughs> if you haven't seen this movie, I may need to take a minute. Wade Garrett. Okay. Sam Elliott in Roadhouse. Sam Elliott. Haven't seen Roadhouse. Heard of it. Oh, have you not seen Roadhouse? These are if, these are all older movies, right? Yeah, but Roadhouse is on constantly, and it's like <laughs> a great cheesy '80s movie. I'm not a big '80s movie guy, man. Uh, all right, so, uh, but I, do, but I knew I do know all the women love Sam Elliott. So Pat, listen, a lot of guys like my wife jokes all the time. She's like. I don't think she's like, if you were ever going to have a gay experiment, it would be with Sam Elliott. She tells me that all the time. All the time. Um, so the movie is about Patrick Swayze is like a bouncer, like a cooler, they call him, uh, which is just a bouncer that doesn't want to fight, really. Um, and Sam Elliott is his character plays like the older like guy who showed him the ropes. Okay. And I don't want to give you any spoilers, but the movie should have been more about Sam Elliott. But I'll have to fucking check. It's it a that one's a great movie because you're gonna be like, oh, I see. All right, so do this, do this. When I move home, I'm literally doing nothing but working out in the morning, working and taking my dog on walks, and like every once in a while, I'll hang out with a friend or two. Something I I'm gonna start doing in my life is be being more selfish, like towards myself. I feel like yeah. I have a lot of friends. Hey, listen, that, no, listen, 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 about, listen. When you're talking about being selfish, you don't have to say towards myself. No, 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 because <laughs> it's different because I feel like some people would definitely say that I am selfish. But I'm like, if I if a friend asks me to hang out or do something, I always just do it because, like, that's what I think you're supposed to do as a friend. But, like, I'm just going to start saying no. Like, and no, I need hey, to – Hey, why don't you come over and watch Roadhouse? I need to start being less impulsive, taking a deep breath, and figuring out what I'm going to do from there. So like literally all I'm going to do is work out. I'm going to work, but I'm going to have a ton of free time on my hands. I'm going to be doing a lot of morning skate shit, but if you can come up with a list of movies, I can start watching. Dude, I'll give you, I'll have you a list by Sunday. Okay. Maybe I can just start fucking picking off a movie like once a week. And then when we go through here, it's like, okay, I watch this. That's what you could just say. This is what I watch. And I, I can talk about it forever. Yeah, we can do that. We, all right. So we're going to have to talk offline. Cause I need some parameters like of things you have seen. I need to kind of, Feel it out here where you've been, where you haven't. That's fair. Who's your number one star, buddy? I, I, I it was Coach Taylor. Oh, I already went. I already went. We're gonna oh, go. You number one. I was number. Oh, one. you went first. My bad. Sorry, sorry. No, sorry. you're good. You're good, man. But that was this week's podcast. Uh, it wasn't as long as I thought it was gonna be. We had, we had, we got places to go. People to see, baby. You know. Yeah. What I'm oh shit, huh? But uh, what uh, you got anything else for the people at home? Uh, I will say this. Disco. If I ever do take over the morning skate, you're safe, buddy. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a shitty thing to say. You just pick him arbitrarily. He's going to listen to the podcast and be like, what the fuck, Brownie? It sounds like he's coming for you, Disco. 
No, not at all. I love Disco. He's winking Disco, right Jenks, and, Disco Jenks, Fink, and Preston are my, my OGs. The OGs, dude. Yeah, you know. The OGs. Maz and Booth, watch your ass, bro. You know, <laughs> and I love how Clara checks in every once in a while. It's fucking great. Yeah, she's around. Yeah. So, no, as always, God bless you, Jerome McGinley. I uh, hope you're doing well. I'd love to see you soon. Again, you want to come on the podcast with Tom Barrasso. That's great. Love to have you. Bring the boys back. But yeah. All right, guys. We will talk to you next week. Be on the lookout for the Northeastern Women's Hockey Podcast. It's going to be sick. But, yes. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Later. Bye.